Welcome to Success Requires Growth with your host, Elgin Carlock. Well, today we're going to have a discussion with one of my favorite mental health counselors. And yes, I said mental health counselors because at times we all need help. And our topic today is really going to address emotional intelligence and relationship intelligence when it comes to being a leader but more importantly, a male leader. Because society has taught us over the years, if you're in the baby boom generation or in the Gen X generation, you were taught that life was about working hard, shoulder to the grindstone. And the answer to every problem as a man is rub some dirt on it and be tough, man up, and get it done. But after COVID, the population has experienced a significant change in the relationship between how they feel and how they respond and how they engage. And then when you think about the time where we were in social distancing and and quarantine, as they were discovering these feelings, they weren't interacting. So they didn't have the opportunity to apply or work through those feelings that they were having. So fast forward to 2022 and 2023, when we're back into socialization, especially men, everything changed around us, but we don't really understand why and what exactly we're supposed to do. Now, in the traditional corporate setting, what we would do is simply threaten their job, right? Do what I say or I'll fire you. But what we're finding is that they'll look at you first, and say, I don't have to work here. You do realize that, right? And they leave. And so I, I asked Ms. Shaw to join us today because I want to first let you know that it is okay to have emotions in leadership. It is okay to have emotions in relationships as a man. It is not a sign of weakness. Matter of fact, in today's world, it's a sign of intelligence. And if you're looking for any type of long-term sustainability for your family, for your business, for your job, then emotional intelligence is going to be a pivotal key. So with that, I'd like to introduce you to Consuela Shaw, licensed mental health counselor with Assuage Counseling and Consulting. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It It is an honor to be here. So would you like to tell our listeners a little about yourself? Yes, I am Consuela Shaw, licensed mental health counselor with the state of Florida. Um, I have been in this field for over 10, 15 plus years where I have been working anywhere from youth up to adults of all ages. Uh, And in this field, there's there's so much to explore Um, as I have been working with all the populations, just about every population, one of my most exciting populations were men. And being in that field, working in that capacity where I had the opportunity to work with all male groups, it really opened up um, understanding. It opened up the avenue to be able to have dialogue with them where they were able to be in a safe space to talk about what they truly felt, how they truly felt. And not only that, but why they felt the way they did. And then working with them to help them 
be comfortable in their own space based on their life experiences, some of their traditions, the things that they've gone through in life. And not only that, what they were able to see in life and how it shaped their perspective of today. And I think this topic today helps open that up because we have many successful men who are in business, but because of the way they, um, their culture or what they've learned and what they've seen, how they have shaped their thoughts and feelings. And so I'm excited to have this conversation today. Thank you so much. So let's just jump right in. When you have a, a male group or, or in session with a man and what is that moment like when he really realizes that it's a, a safe space that that I can actually tell you mm-hmm. what I'm thinking? Hey, what, what is that moment like? And, you know, how does that make you feel in, in the moment? Um, and I can tell you at first when I began to do this, um, I, I, I it was so much uncertainty. And I went in and I think because I feel, number one, along with um, professional um, learning and going through school, but I feel that sometimes we have that gift. And I believe that it was allowed to radiate in the room with them and opening that up when when I learned that they were comfortable enough to do that. For me, it was rewarding. It, it was humbling at the same time because I realized how delicate it was for them and to be able to still allow them to have that masculinity when that that group was over, to still see them as the man they are. It was one of the most rewarding moments and I could say one of the most rewarding times of my life because the more they engaged and the more... It was sometimes it was indescribable. Um, the feeling was there was no words that I could put to it because when you can allow a male to just say how he feels, what he feels, and not get offended, I think was one of the most important things mm. was allowing them to understand, yes, while I am a female, it's okay for you to share with me how you feel because that's why I'm here. I want to be able to tap into that part. And understand where that comes from, why you feel that way, and help you work through that so that we can build their emotional intelligence and their emotional regulation and help them manage it better. So, yeah, it, it, it it's one of those moments where it's just indescribable. You have to be there to feel <laughs> it. <laughs> well, you know, and, and what I like is is you made a, a perfect segue to my, my next point about self-management. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, yes, there are things about us that that you can help us identify. And even though you don't have a magic pill to give us to change <laughs> that, how important is it for us to be able to recognize it and manage it so that when we deal with others, they get the best version of us? Absolutely. One of the things that I use is I look at and I say the first thing we have to do is one, we have to acknowledge it. We have to acknowledge that maybe this is not the best way. And and one of the things I use with them is I will never say to you good, bad, right or wrong, because the way you learn something doesn't always make it bad. Maybe it just doesn't fit. Right. And with that, it's allowing them to say, this is what it is. Now what? And that's one of the things I would share with them is, OK, so this has happened. 
Um, this is where you are. Now what? So once we acknowledge what that is and we identify it, and that can be the biggest part is just identifying that I really do feel this way or I really do not have control over that the way I thought I did. Yes. Or the perception that I give that I have control until that once something happens and you realize I really don't. That's where the work then begins. Yes. So, right? so with the context of leadership, mm-hmm. you know, leaders or people who, who have a leadership role mm-hmm. tend to believe that they should have all of the answers and that everyone should always come to them. Mm-hmm. But I have come to realize over the, the last year or so is that your ability to vision and mm-hmm. your ability to pick the direction of your company is tied to how you feel. Absolutely. Whether it's something that you're conscious of or something that you're not conscious of. Mm-hmm. But it is important that you take the time to to become self-aware mm-hmm. because if you are the one leading a team yes. and they're looking to you for instruction, but Everyone on your team recognizes you're a, a wreck up from the neck up. Okay. <laughs> and no one's following you. And, yes. you. and you're trying to w- figure out why you're not getting buy-in mm-hmm. on your vision. It's because they can see something that you can't mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Absolutely. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I've, I've worked with some people on in, in that aspect is I love to do the mirror exercise. And with that, it says... I know what your surface looks like, but let's talk about what's beneath that. Mm. And when you look in that mirror, the real you exactly. And it's use. You cannot say surface things. Oh, I feel I look this way or that way, or this is what people see of me. You cannot say what people see. It's what do you really see? So when you go home and there's nobody else around and you look at yourself, what do you really see? Because those are some of the things that contribute to what you're seeing in your business and in your workplace and your relationship with those people. And many a times what we fail to realize is people on the outside can see behaviors that we don't see because why we're in the picture. We're not outside of it, looking at it. And another exercise I do is I will say to them, okay, let's take your picture Let me pull you out of your picture. I need you to look at your picture with where you are in the picture and then tell me what you see. That begins to open up their thinking and it says, you know what? Mm, How did I handle that situation? What did I say to that employee or how did I say that? Or sometimes it's not even what you said or how you said it. It's what you didn't say. Yes. And that speaks to your character, your self-awareness. It speaks to how you're managing yourself and are you even allowing yourself to deal with those things? Because sometimes you have emotions that you're just not dealing with and whether you decide to consciously deal with them, subconsciously, they will deal with you. Oh, wow. See, that you went way deep right there. <laughs> you know, and I know that there are people listening going, what in the world does this have to do with business? Absolutely. Why does why do I have to would I have to go and hug all my employees? You know? <laughs> but what I'm trying to tell you is that it has your emotions have such a great effect mm-hmm. on you because if you considered it just from its basic sense of yeah. fight or flight, 
mm-hmm. that, that that part of your brain is totally reactionary. Yes. And so if you don't have an awareness of a certain personality trait or mm-hmm. body language, you, you may not even recognize that when someone comes to you with a situation that you're frowning. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden no one wants to come talk to you, right? Because they, they see that look yeah. on your face, even though you don't know you have that look on your face. And, and you're telling yourself, well, why, why is no one coming to me? I feel that I'm approachable. Yes. But what we fail to realize is your facial expression, your disposition, how you're positioned when you're talking to people, your hand movement, your gestures that you make, all of that speaks. And right. many a times it's those unmentioned things that we're not aware of. Mm. And so if you're dealing with a person that comes from a different culture or just say a different state and you're moving your hands, that could say something that you're not aware of because you move your hands with some people, they're getting defensive. Yes. Right. And so it's being that much self-aware when you have as much interaction as a business owner or leader or in a management or leadership position that all of these things are important. Now, I want to say this It's not to get you uptight or have you uh, with all this anxiousness or anxiety about how you're presenting yourself. But I feel this is just simply to start getting you more aware of what you really do not aware of and just start taking some inventory of wait a minute let me think about how are my reactions today to people did i react to people or did i respond yes oh so oh, 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 wait a minute now, now, now you have, you're gonna have to explain the difference to that okay so understand that reaction does not take thought the example I use with a lot of people is when you go to the doctor and they're checking that knee reflex, they hit it with that little thing that they hit it with and your leg just kicks out. You don't have to stop and think to tell your leg to kick out. It just mm-hmm. does it. That's reaction. Okay. And when we talk about respond to something, it takes us to pause for a minute and we have to think about what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? If I even should say or do anything, because sometimes it's just a matter of maybe I just need to listen. Yes, yes. That's response, responding to it and not reacting. And so I hear the business person saying, I don't have time for all of that because I'm so busy and I have this and I have that. But that is the thing that will help you minimize some of all of that anxiousness you have is when your people see you take time to respond, they're more apt to say, is there anything else I can do? And if you really think about it, it actually has an effect on your revenue. Absolutely. Because if you react that way to your team, how mm-hmm. do you think they're reacting to your customers? Yes. But absolutely. when you take the quiet moment to reflect before mm-hmm. you speak and absolutely. don't fly off the handles, it becomes a culture. Yes. And then that culture, it gets translated to all of the interactions that the, your people have yes. in, in, in response to representing your company. Mm-hmm. And so, once again, it's why it's important for leaders to have the type of emotional intelligence because you are still the person that everyone goes to or looks to. Mm-hmm. And just as you said earlier, they know more about what you don't say mm-hmm. and your your body language. And every time yes. you come in, you know, if, if a person comes into your office and, and you sit back in the chair and fold your arms right away, you're telling them that you've diminished whatever it is. 
yes. that they came in for. Absolutely. And and it, it kind of reminds me of that song from The Wiz, Don't Nobody Bring Me No Bad News. <laughs> right? And and so people are afraid to come in because mm-hmm. they don't know which which you you're going to get. Absolutely. And so you as a leader, consistency is going to be paramount. And and that comes from your ability to manage those things yes. that give you a challenge. Yeah. It doesn't mean that the expectation is that you're going to be perfect. Right. But if you are going to reach the goals that you set for your department or your company, then it's going to be because your team yes. understands who you are, mm-hmm. where you're trying to go, and how we're going to get there. Absolutely. But if you're all over the place, guess what? They're going to be all over the place. So absolutely. In, in, in closing, what I'd like to ask you, put you on the spot here. <laughs> How should a person who traditionally grew up as men are tough and, mm-hmm. and we only get to share one shed one tear when we're dying just before <laughs> the Lord takes us away here. Right. Yes. How do we start that journey to self-awareness? What, 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 what would you say a couple of steps would be just to start, you know, get your toe in the water, just get you moving in that direction. Wow. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, one of the first things I would do is just take some self time. One of the most important things I feel our men would want to do in order to get themselves in a place where they're feeling better is allow yourself and give yourself permission that it's okay that I take some self time. And what does that look like for you? It could mean, you know what, let me just go sit over here to the park and watch the ducks in the water. Or let me just go over here and clear my head because I never get time to disconnect from one thing mm. before I'm in the next. There you go. And I believe that is going to allow you to do that self-reflection, even if it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And I say this to all of our men, you have permission to take the time to work on you. Yes. And because society culture has deemed that you have to carry everything, I come to dismiss that. All right. Because sometimes it's important that you understand what belongs to you to carry and what doesn't. There you go. And when you begin to do that, I can almost guarantee you, you're going to start feeling a liberation that says, you know what? It's okay if I don't feel like it. Yes. It doesn't mean I'm any less. It doesn't mean I'm minimizing. It says that if I don't take care of me, then my company is going to feel it. The people that I have working for me or with me begins to feel it. And before I know it, it's a domino effect. And we see the domino effect even in today that maybe the company hasn't demised yet, but my person right up under me, they feel it. Yes. And the person under them, they feel it. And as you said earlier, it goes to my managers, my floor people, and then my customers. That's and right. here we are. We're noticing that we're losing money, but we cannot discover why. Yes. It's because that head, right? We know that the head controls that those things. The head is not allowing themselves to one be human. Yes. Right? Ooh. To, to, to allow yourself to say, today has been exhausting. I'm shutting everything down and it's okay. That is going to be the pivot 
for you to begin this self-awareness process. Because I guarantee you in that quietness, yes, you're going to start feeling some things. All right. So, so you've given us some wonderful, wonderful wisdom. And if some listener out there wants to talk to you more about it, how, how exactly do they get in contact with you? Yes, you can uh, reach me at assuagecc.com. You can go there and you can um, contact me, reach out to me. You can go to my webpage, which is the same, and definitely put some information in there if you want to reach out to me. There's a calendar attached to that where you can also get a free consultation. Also, I have a number where you can reach me at 321-421-9922. You can definitely call me, leave a message, send a text, and I will reach back out to you. And you can let me know that as a result of listening to this show, you decided to reach out and we can always have a consultation about where you are and what is it that you need. And so I am elated that I believe that if our men would allow themselves to just be human we can begin to reverse a lot of what we're seeing in today i'm excited about it awesome so i want to thank you for listening today i want to thank miss consuela shaw of assuage counseling and consulting for letting you know that being a man isn't about being macho being a leader is about being a guide about being a map builder, about being a visionary, about everybody else but yourself, Mm -hmm. right? But it starts with yourself. So just remember as we leave today that success requires growth. And we're going to come to you once a week to talk about those things that help you grow and help you become who you were intended to be. Have a great one.